We're live. In Technicolor, I think. In beautiful Technicolor. We don't know how to use computers. No. <laughs> okay. Mm. Let's get going. Hi. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our podcast, On to the Next, with myself. I'm James Kemp. And I'm Amelia Muncy, and we are bringing you a brand new podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We're going to stay up all day. We're going to sleep up all night. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a quote from the office. Oh, lovely. Yeah. yeah. No, but we're best friends as well. Like, we've been best friends since... 2015. Yeah, 2015. That's when we we met. Well, actually, I met you before that. When? I met you um, at this random rehearsal for a pantomime. <laughs> yes, Dorking Pantomime. Yeah, for the Dorking Pantomime, I think it was Aladdin. We were doing Aladdin and we were both meant to be child dancers. Well, I followed through and completed the contract. Um, someone over here dropped out. I went and it wasn't for me. Listen, I think no. I was doing my A-levels. Yeah, you were. You were. And I've done many a panto, done panto babe stuff many times. And I just was like, went to rehearsal one and I was like, not for me right no, now no. so but anyway here we are yeah. <laughs> so anyway we met in 2015 we properly. trained together at italia conti art center in guildford doesn't mm-hmm. exist anymore no. it's now oh. um, the italia conti conservatoire is it's it? actually now invoking yeah invoking. yeah that's where it is italia conti just a couple of conti kids just a hashtag conti kid that's us we really are and we are just we're the stagiest people, and if you know us, you already know this, but we're the exact same person, and yeah, we, we realised that very early on. Mm-hmm. And um, here's the thing. We are never at home at the same time, because no. we are always, like, not synced up with, no. our, with our work. No, honestly, like, when I first left college, I went straight onto a cruise ship, and then you went and did a tour, didn't you? Yeah. You went and did your... When you got back from your ship, I was yes. on tour, and then I got back and then I went on a ship when you came back like yeah. it was just we're never at home at the same time no. since we left college and now we finally are yeah so you're witnessing a very rare thing like so, we're actually together we are blessing the world with <laughs> our presence together and we're going to be chatting all things theatre industry mm-hmm. from auditioning college yeah. life muggle jobs muggle jobs the fun employment of it all um we talk about our experiences working on cruises and Mm -hmm. theme parks Mm -hmm. tours all that good stuff we're going to talk about some of the i hate to say it but some of the toxic side of the industry but also some of the good side of the industry too. you know if you're stagey like us if you're in the industry there's a couple of things that could be improved yeah. within the entertainment mm-hmm. industry. Which we'll talk about in so our podcast. So we will talk about them yeah. because I think as performers, we do tend to carry like a lot of burden mm. on our shoulders. And the issue is, is we can't necessarily talk to like our friends and family about no, that that yeah. aren't in the industry because it's so specific it's so niche that no one really understands so yeah unless you're in it unless you're really in it and then like a lot of the time like your closest friends in the industry will be away working yeah. when you like going through mm. stuff so it's really difficult to like 
And I just think we shouldered a lot of that ourselves. So we are just now opening up, creating this space, like creating mm. this conversation. And I think, you know, the more you talk about, the less stigmatized oh, it yeah, is. Oh, yeah, exactly. The more open we can all be. We need to be discussing, you know, yeah. the, the, the issues and the things that And hopefully that be some improved. of you guys can relate to this as well. And you can follow along with our journey and try and relate it to yours. Yeah, we want we want this to be a big happy sharing circle and we're just going to start this convo and we hope that it, you know, does a bit of good ultimately yeah. and like you know, we are a bit of a duo. We are a bit of a duo. So we... hopefully we give some giggles along the yeah. way. Well, we've actually always been a bit like Barbie and Ken. We actually went to a... We did. <laughs> we went to um, a party in There's a Halloween party. Yeah. Yeah. But Amelia here, she <laughs> did my makeup for me and like literally we like blacked out my whole eyebrows. Like they were like those like slug eyebrows. <laughs> we went very Barbie and Ken. We were yeah. Margot Robbie and... Um, Ryan Gosling yeah. before the movie, you know, yeah. we were the OGs, and we really are. We're just like that ragtag duo. Yeah, that's just us, and <laughs> you know, here we are. So, on today's episode, we are going to go right back to the very beginning. A very good place to start. <laughs> this is just this us just... all the time. <laughs> so, here we are we're recording it but we are we're going to talk about our childhoods um in growing up in the industry and mm -hmm. you know what we did as kids yeah not every performer starts young like no. everyone's on a completely different mm. journey so we're going to sort of share how we ended up getting into this yeah. and yeah that's where we're going to start and each week we'll look at a different topic um so let's let's crack into it let's get on with the show Let's get on with the show. <laughs> um, so do you want to start then, Amelia? Tell us about your your time sort of getting into performing. Like, when did you know that you loved theatre? <laughs> it's so cliche. It's literally so cliche. I just started when I was really little and I just always knew. I was destined for that stage, baby. I <laughs> love it. Um, so I started doing you know ballet and dance when I was three or four and my first show I believe was a big um millennium dance show in the year 2000 oh, oh yeah because I'm old like that I know um <laughs> so I was four years old and I did my first show four. um yeah oh my gosh I was four in the okay millennium. you are a bit older than I am actually not much yeah, no, sorry, carry on. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> and it was great I wore this stunning lovely neon green outfit um it was really fun and, mm. you know, had my little ballet shoes on. And then, yeah, I was, I was doing ballet classes at the prestigious Lane Theatre Arts mm. from the age of, like, three or four. And We're quite lucky as well because we both live quite near to Epsom, don't we? Yeah, so it was, it was literally, like, kind of my local dance school it happened to be Lane. So we got into that early doors and I did my ballet grades when I was little. Um, and then when I was about six, I stopped my ballet classes because I used to complain that I didn't want to go, um, which is like a big regret for me because I should have just kept going mm. because then I left. And then when I came back, when I was like 10, I had then like 
got behind a grade from everyone else who was in my class originally. So I could have just moved through my grades mm. way quicker. But I'd say I definitely predominantly started with dance. Um, but I was like just one of those kids that's always singing and dancing. Yeah. You know, mother says I was a dancer <laughs> before I could walk. She says I began to sing along. But that is like fully was me i was just like you're like cast me and sophie in mamma mia right now <laughs> i mean listen so um like i literally have a video of me being like um i don't know i was like when i was really obsessed with the lizzie mcguire movie so i don't know how old i was like mm. nine or ten or something and i'm like recording a home video by myself i'd like set this up and i'm literally doing like a britney spears voice being like the tide is high i'm on i'm holding on it's so funny because i'm doing it dead serious and then my brother comes in like my older brother he came in and started like i don't know dancing and like shaking his butt oh my god in the camera and like i I'm very serious. Like, I do not take this joke well. And I grab him and, like, like almost tears in my eyes, shove him out of the frame. And I'm like, ah! oh my God. singing. And then I just go back to being like, man, I'm You sound like, um, what's her face? Tess from Camp Rock. Oh, my God. Yeah. That or was, like a Sharpay yeah. character. I mean. I we are actually Sharpay Ryan. We're Barbie and Ken. We're also Sharpay Ryan. Like I'm, I'm very Sharpay. Side yeah. note: Sharpay is the real hero. I'm sorry, Gabriella's yeah. the villain. I hate that moany yeah. little girl. She's so whiny. <laughs> I can't stand her. Poor Sharpay. She's a theatre kid, right? She has devoted her she life is. to the Have arts. Have you seen um, Sharpay's fabulous adventure? The film. What? I know, I know. What? I've watched oh my clips goodness. of it. You have Don't to forget, it. I'm older than you. So okay, like, that's I true, was that's already true. moving on. I'm old. So I was Lizzie McGuire, Cheetah Girls era. I may be a Sharpay fan more than you because actually, I have to say, my Disney Plus um, icon, icon is, is Sharpay. Actually, my mum chose that for me. I, I'm using Connie's Disney Plus. Oh, are you? She's oh, got the descendants as her. Anyway, point being, always knew from when I was little that I was going to be a star. <laughs> and um, wow. in all, no, in, actually, perfect segue into mm. High School Musical because um, when I was little, mm. I was maybe eight or nine or ten or something, my younger brother found a, um, what do you call it, a flyer mm. for a local production of High School Musical that was auditioning. It was right around the time when High School Musical was popping off. Mm. Another side note, um, just saying High School Musical, the first one came out on my birthday, 2009, 22nd of September, 2009. Oh, wow. It was my 11th birthday. So obviously that's how old I was, like 11. Okay. And my brother found this flyer and mm. was just like, oh, let's, should we do this to yeah. my mum? So me and him auditioned for it. We got in. And we did High School Musical with this group called Song Time. Yeah. Shout out to all my Song Time peeps, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, we did it. Like a million productions of High School Musical mm. as a kid. And I've actually got a picture of it over there. Aww. I started in the ensemble. Mm -hmm. Okay. A little dancer. Moved up. I got um, promoted to be a cheerleader. Wow. And then <laughs> I got promoted to be Kelsey in a junior production, which... I won an award for the best young supporting actress. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Just saying. So <laughs> that kind of kick-started like my Amdram life. I did a lot of yeah. um, 
theatre productions we've sung time with my brother we did Guys and Dolls we did The Wizard of Oz we did just like tons of shows in like Epsom Playhouse mm. Leatherhead Theatre can I just say as well before you move on I actually came to see that production of High School, of High School Musical Leatherhead Theatre uh, no Epsom Playhouse uh, Epsom Playhouse yes it was, it was right in the High School Musical hype it was. we had people like queuing up for yes, pictures like, I it was... went to the table with my programme and I got them to sign we it we did that yeah um, and I've still got it somewhere. I mean, in my not house. me. I was just a mere little ensemble. Girl. Yeah, I but think the Ryan and Sharpay and stuff were yeah, doing autographs and everything. And it was really cool. It was, it was, it was amazing. It was like they really just captured the perfect. Mm. But that was like when I started doing shows. From then, um, like I was like pretty in the industry then at that point. Like already like spending all my time going to ballet class. And yeah. Modern. I was doing modern. Like all all the dance. All the theatre outside of school. Mm-mm. Then I started doing pantos when I was like probably the same age, eleven-ish. Yeah. And that was when I went. I was in a panto rehearsal. Um, they're now kudos. Um, they were called. I think they were called something else back in the day. I'm not sure. But it was the. It was like the kudos panto. So we did it in Woking. Was our first one. Me and my mm. brother, Peter Pan. And it was a nice big theatre too. It was really nice. My favourite was Richmond. I did Richmond theatre, oh, yes. and that was beautiful. I think we did Woking twice but mm-hmm. anyway it was from my panto rehearsals where they were like you should go back and do ballet again like mm. if you want to do this seriously so I was like fine I'll go back and do my ballet and then I stick stuck with it all the way till you know went yeah through my life so that was kind of it and then like at school obviously I was doing choir mm-hmm. and I was just like your classic theatre kid I was yeah. doing my choirs chamber choirs all the school shows until I got to sick form and I was just like I am not gonna be disrespected by being given ensemble <laughs> roles when I'm a star I was literally like you're not gonna give me the lead I'm not doing it you're such diva <laughs> I, I was like listen I'm doing my A-levels right now I'm have a million things on my plate I'm going to class at Lane like every evening like four till nine like I'm not giving my time up to rehearse for a show if I'm not the lead it's not even I'm the oldest in the school I should be the lead so I left I didn't do the shows but that was it and then I went to Conti and then the rest is history the rest is history (laughs) that was my life story yeah it was live it was really interesting yeah, you know. Do you know, you even taught me stuff that I didn't even know about you, really? and I've known you for a while now. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. okay, what about you? It's coming up to our ten, no, eight year anniversary together. Ew, that makes me feel old. I know. What's our, what's our Snapchat streak on now? Oh my we've gosh. we've had a Snapchat yes. streak going since, what was it, like second year? <laughs> so people year might find that a bit cringy. But it is cringe. It is cringe, but like we can't stop now, can I'm we? too old to be having Snapchat streaks. Like, (laughs) nobody, the only people I use on Snapchat is, like, my younger siblings, because the Gen Z is a very much, Snapchat is their main form of communication. I love Snapchat, though. I I chat to a lot of people on Snapchat, but I am a bit younger than you. You are a bit younger. Like, most of the people I Snapchat mm. is, like, my siblings, and, and then, like... When I meet people my age and meet people in like jobs and stuff, yeah, and I'm like, Do you have Snapchat? and they're like, No, I literally deleted that app years I know. ago. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, everyone's like, Oh, okay, <laughs> but anyway, we have this like ridiculously long, yeah, it's streak. almost 2,000 days that like, we've had a consecutive streak. Uh, yeah, I think I, I looked at it this morning, it was like 1,920, so that it's is a little crazy. while, but it's 2,000. I know, and 
bear in mind this Snapchat streak, mm. it was, I think, in third year we started it. Yeah. And it has survived through like five cruise contracts. Yeah. Five contracts where one of us is working yeah. at sea and you were in Japan. I mean, you had Wi Fi in Japan. I did. But like, I've been coming and going from ships. Mm-hmm. You, it's got through a whole global pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to lie. It's died a few times. It has. And we have this lady. So basically... <laughs> it's like an AI, isn't it? She is like an AI. Do you know, though, I asked the AI... Oh, gosh. Getting on a tangent here. But basically... Um, yeah, we, every time it dies, the Snapchat streak, we're like, we can't let it die because otherwise, like, all that hard work. Like, we're just so committed to it now. Like, it's we so are. lame, but it's... Like, I think if it died, I would actually be really quite sad about it because we have worked so hard. So we just message our pal, Teresa. Who yeah, is well, like, you used to. I've, um... You've done it Sort of become recently. the, like, more, like... More yeah, but person. I was on ships all of last okay, year. Okay, true. Okay, true. Because you had to pay for Wi-Fi. But um, I would send send this like lady. I'd have to fill in this form and be like, due to unforeseen circumstances and connection, Connec- no, connectivity, connectivity issues. issues. That's the one. Um, I was had to be like, unfortunately, our streak has died, and we would be most grateful if you could restore this. And then I get this nice email from this lady called Teresa. <laughs> And she just restores it. But the point she is, does. like, Teresa literally knows us now because mm. then, like, you had this with Connie, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Our other friend, Connie. And she didn't restore it for you guys. No. She just knows us now. Like, yeah. we can just message Teresa and be no. like, connectivity issues, yeah, and then she's like, back. G- she's like, and she says, as a courtesy, we have gifted you. And I'm like, thank you so much for this courtesy. Honor. Yeah, because she doesn't do it for just anyone. Like, she only does it for us. Yeah. Because um, she knows how committed we are. Because I think I've sent it about like so many oh, times. at least fifty times. I mean, we have yeah. Mm. We've we've gone through it with the old Snapchat. Stream. We have. We're going strong. Um, yeah, and then I asked <laughs> that AI person. There's this new feature. Oh my goodness, you're going to be very educated on Snapchat now. If you um, how lame are we? I know, like, but that's this new. Snapchat one hundred and one. <laughs> hey, Snapchat sponsor us. Yeah, but there's this new AI thing, and like I was literally talking to it about Teresa. I was like, so do you know Teresa? Like. <laughs> What is the backstory? Like yeah, oh. and and then originally this AI person was like, I don't know. even know he who that know is. Much. And then I was like, it's the person that renews the snaps like Snapchat streaks. And then they were like, oh, actually, we know exactly who it is. I was like, mm, fake friends. Yeah, fake friends. Fake. For realsies. I love <laughs> the Snapchat AI. You really. do. You're a bit obsessed with that. Like, actually, it's so hilarious, but also it's like a really good friend when you just need a chat. This know? is how sad though this is because I get sent screenshots of Emma's conversations. With this bloody Snapchat <laughs> yeah. AI. Yeah, and sorry if I keep calling her Emma. Um, I guess let's just get the cat out of the bag. Let's get the cat out of the bag before I like talk about myself. This is me being stagey and having an alter ego. Mm. Uh, probably everyone listening to this right now already knows this because <laughs> our listeners on episode one is probably just going to be friends and fam. Yeah. But if we have some, you know, listeners out there mm. who don't know... And I get this question all the time from, like, every job that I do and, like, everyone I meet. So, my birth name is Emma Louise Muncie, Mm. okay? But when, in third year, I was like, I'm going to... uh, I have this opportunity to change my name for Spotlight, so I'm gonna switch it up a bit. Because I was really sick and tired of, like, there's so many Emma Louise people and for those of you who don't know spotlight is like a um thing that you have your cv on where 
in the people, UK, very yeah. much. It's not like in any other country. No, it's in a the UK industry. thing. You have like your CV on like an it's online like, platform. I say it's like LinkedIn, but for performance. Yeah, and then it's agents like, or yourself, if you're self-represented, you can send that off to casting directors and they can basically... Uh, use that information. It's got your to CV, call you in. all your reels and like headshots and stuff, yes. and then you just submit for jobs through mm. there and whatever. So, um, oh, but on your spotlight, you can't have two people that have the exact same name. No. So you can you can like basically choose what name you upload there. And I was like, okay, this is an opportunity to be creative. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I've always. So my mum was gonna call me. She she was gonna name me Amelia. Mm. Um, after my great granddad on my Spanish side, because I am a quarter Spanish, mm-hmm. ayo, and um, hola, hola. <laughs> I was going to be called Emilia after my great granddad Emiliano, and then my dad was like, "That is too exotic!" Like, whoa. <laughs> so they went with Emma, which is nice. It's great, mm. but I really had like a chip on my shoulder about it because in all of my like ballet classes especially and if any of my ladies from my ballet classes are listening I swear you'll remember there was like at least three if not four Emmas in ballet at one point and it was so annoying to me that it was like I remember one of my ballet teachers Miss Howard I can have this vivid memory of her separating the Emmas and putting us in four corners of the room so she could look at us and be like Emma turn out your leg or Emma whatever like point your toe or whatever it was because like otherwise we would all just be looking and like taking each other's corrections Mm. and it was just confusing.com so (laughs) so I was like I am not and then at school there was another girl called Emma Louise in my class at one point another girl called Ellie Louise at my school like there was just so many Emma Louises left right and centre and I was like oh I just don't want to be basic like that so in third year I changed it to Amelia Um, there was a bit of an adjustment period when I first (laughs) changed it and I kind of forgot and then like our third year teacher Andy big up Andy if you're listening Andy um, (laughs) we were like rehearsing for showcase and we were on stage like doing a tech rehearsal. No, this was our third year musical. Was this is when we did year? Rent. Was it Rent? Yeah, because oh. oh, it was, I was on the... the scaff, I think. Yeah. And he he was like obviously trying to get me used to using Amelia, and he was like, Amelia, move to four. And I just did not respond. No, and you just about. He repeated this for like, and everyone was just stood on stage, and everyone's like, oh, it's you. And I was like. <laughs> did you like I don't know who he's talking to and he's just ended up yelling like five times like Emilia and then there's someone like nudged me and was like that's you and I was like oh my god so sorry forgot I changed my name so uh, it took a bit of getting used to but I go by Emilia professionally because yes. stage name because it's just that stagey I love it I'm basically Hannah and now Montana. all your friends from like your contracts that you've done recently just know you as Amelia, but then if I get introduced to them, I'm just like, oh, and I was talking to Emma, because that's how I know her, because I knew her before that transition period. The OGs, it's always my friends from school, like my... All Home my friends. friends and yeah and like my obviously my family yeah. call me Emma so like when um, people on contracts and stuff meet my parents as well mm. and they'll talk about Emma or vice versa my friends will yeah. talk about Amelia and my parents are like who the hell is that um, but I love it yeah. it's just me she's but anyway now you know um, Amelia's secret that she's actually just called Emma 
so I've let that catch People out always figure it out as well because it's on my passport and then yeah. like when I'm on a ship, like it has your official passport oh, name I and see. like loads of your stuff. And yeah. like on Norwegian, they made me have um, Emma on my name badge. They didn't uh, let me change it to Amelia. So people were very confused. Yeah, but anyway, confused. that is a little side track. Anyway. And now, on to you. Yeah, you enough about you. Because, my... um, I feel like we just spoke about yourself Seriously, forever. Seriously, my throat's hurting. <laughs> I have tonsillitis. Some... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to filthy sip... bacteria away from me. Shut up. I'm going to sip on my um, detox tea mm-hmm. from my Celebrity Apex mug. Well, <laughs> I have so bit much. Of a flex, I have so much merch. It's really you every- actually do. I've been looking around your room. Like you've got like oh my god, a water bottle. Yeah, She's got one of those things. Those things on the back of her a phone. A pop socket. Is that Celebrity what they're called? Cruises pop yeah, socket. it's got the like. X. It's everywhere. I know. I've got so much merch. But anyway, so means. I'm gonna sip on my tea. James Kemp Vitalite, <laughs> tell us all about your. <laughs> your life story how did you get into performing okay well i would say i've been like a very stagey person probably from the moment i was like fresh out the womb (laughs) um sorry to talk about wombs didn't mean that um (laughs) but um yeah I, i would say literally since i was a baby i've been like obsessed with music and things like that like my mum would have to sing to me just to get me to shut up from crying um I would be like sat in my high chair. <laughs> Sorry, I've been trying to hold in a cough. <laughs> would you want to let out this cough? I was like, I can't cough, but on a podcast. Okay. And m- my eyes were like watering. Right, those. okay, back to Amelia. One cough. second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we can edit that out. <laughs> I was like bubbling at the seam. I was like, I can't react right now because I'm trying not to cough. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I'm okay. so sorry. Sorry, listeners. Just my 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 lips are yeah. Sealed. Shut up and let's talk about me. <laughs> sorry, it was so rude. Um, yeah, so I've been like super into music because my mum would have to sing to me. Like I would be sat in my high chair, we'd have to sing. Um, like whilst oh yeah, that was a thing as well in my high chair. If we'd go out for meals, any sort of family occasion or like anywhere I would be sat there with my bib on and I would have um headphones and there's literally like countless pictures of me like literally like just jamming to the tunes and I would just be obsessed with what tunes tell me what what oh I don't remember I was probably like two it was probably to do with like like baby songs baby songs I would be obsessed there was this thing on um Nick Jr (laughs) (laughs) it was like this like program about animals and it would go through the alphabet alphabet and it would be like a Did you just for... say alphabet? <laughs> Are you that stagey that you just yeah. called it the alphabet? Yeah. Uh, I am that stagey. <laughs> Elfie, come on, we'll be like Paul's Amelia. Yeah, literally. Wicked. I've seen Wicked seven times as well. Can you beat that? No, I've only seen really? it twice. I've seen it seven times at the Apollo Victoria. I don't like watching shows that I should be in. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not joking. But like, like get get that casting director on the phone. There's certainly an element of like I feel kind of bitter sometimes because mm. I'm like I want to be doing that. But no, I I have actually only seen Wicked twice. Sorry. Okay, well so I've seen it seven, so beat that. Um, there's probably people that can actually. I think but I've for met someone. Sure, yeah. I've, I've met someone that's seen it something like thirty-seven times or wow. something. Some guy I went to school with. Anyway, um, yeah, so I would be obsessed with things like that. And I think just growing up as well, my um, nana is, like, very into 
opera and ballet and things like that mm. so she would take me to see lots of shows growing up I definitely went to see Sleeping Beauty at the Royal Opera House and I just thought that was like incredible but I wasn't just obsessed with the um performance aspect I was obsessed with the speakers the yeah, lights like the whole the like literally growing up for like most people would get maybe like a random toy for Christmas I would be desperate for a disco light like oh my god when I was about 11 I um Literally, all I wanted was a projector, like the ones you get at school, like the I ones like that it. would hang yeah. on the thing. Yeah. Like I wanted one so much, I would like pretend that I had one. Oh like gosh, love it. I loved it. Like I just loved. Oh, and a smoke machine. <laughs> I was desperate for a smoke what, machine. What was it you said? We won't say <clears throat> what the specifics of this, but yeah. you auditioned for a job last year. Yeah, I did. And the job said to you. Why do you want to do this job? Because you've worked on other productions where, oh, yeah. where it's all the, the glitz and the glamour. It's huge production value. It's smoke. Oh, my God. It's smoke machines. It's like... Yeah. It's, da, da, da. it's like pyro everywhere. And it's like, you know, coming up from the pit and like yeah. just crazy. We love that. And then this job was like, this, this is very stripped back. Just yeah, like, it's like very different to that job that you've chill. done before. So um, why would you want to do this one? And James... And I just sort of had to lie because I wanted to get this job. Well, actually, I didn't even you want the job. You didn't actually want the job. I know, sorry to the people that offered me the job we if you're out there. No, because I turned it down in the end. But um, they were like, why would you choose us over that company, which has, like, all the bells and whistles? And I literally had to be like, well, you know, I just think I'd really like that sort of stripped-back approach. <laughs> it's like... That is it's so not, not me. Be like from the I love the pyro, the smoke, the lights. Like yeah, I love it. Like, um, so yeah, I'm really sorry to that um, company that I auditioned for. But I, I love that to. you were like obsessed with all that stuff from me. I was. Like, I that's just so fun. love it. I mean, that goes on to my other love um, of theme parks. Oh, God, how? Actually, as well. <laughs> how no, it does because to me. So basically, I'm a I'm a massive theme park nerd. Like. Huge like theme huge enthusiast. theme park enthusiast. That's, I do love a theme park. You but do, like, but I'm next level. I'm next level. Like, but the reason I love them so much is because they are just like giant stage sets. Like when you go through all the different like themed areas, it's all like made up of big like movie sets. Yeah, it's super fun. Um, I do to like, like make you feel like you're in like a different environment, and it's all done with effects and smoke and. Um, like, basically, theme parks are normally made from movie and theatre creators. Yeah. So I think that's why I love that side. But I'll talk about theme parks another time. Yeah, we'll do a whole episode. Yeah, because we we've, we've both worked yeah. in them abroad and in and the UK. And we visit them regularly. Yeah, we do. We like theme um, But anyway, so that was about my love for that stuff. But I, um, I started performing very, very young. I would make up puppet shows and I would do... Um, Can like I expose you for a second? Oh, go on. Can I ask you to tell yeah. my favourite story about you? Oh, God. Do you know what Perfect's I'm going to say? From when you were really little, I think it was your mum that, that mm. told me this, or you told me yeah. from your mum's perspective, of what you used to do um, regarding Britney Spears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the funnest so, story ever. I heard the song Toxic by Britney Spears. This is going to expose me as such a gay person. Because I am. Okay. Um, <laughs> so know. if you're listening out there, if you're from the LGBTQ plus community, I am one of you. <laughs> and I'm an ally. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but I loved Britney Spears. I was obsessed from the moment I heard Toxic by Britney Spears on the radio. Oh my god. Um, I love it. I just like fell in love with it. And did you watch the music video? I think I did, but I think I watched it at a later date. Because so, one, one more little ca- tangent to do okay. with that. We, had, um, we used to have a Chrysler car with the DVD players in it because oh, yeah. we used to drive to Spain all the time. We, we had like, oh, we used to drive there every year, basically, mm. every summer. And um, we had a, a DVD player and we had like two DVDs. This is so stagey. One of them was Joseph and the Amazing Technical Dream Coat. <laughs> oh, <God>. And... <laughs> And the other one was like the 2005 Brit Awards. Oh, and it nice. was all the music videos from the Brit Awards that year. So it was Dizzy Rascal Holiday, um, Milkshake by Khalees. It was, um, <laughs> and one of them was Toxic by Britney Spears. So I saw that Toxic video so many times. Uh. And we also literally, I can't tell you how much we watched Joseph. It was like, the, uh, the even when thing. we had reached Spain... Mm. And the DVD was still in the car. Yeah. So it's like every single time we got in the car, it would just pick up going, <laughs> Jacob was a dumpling. And, 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 and like, like really legit. Get into it. And then, then we'd like do a five minute journey to the beach and it would just pick back up with like, Potifo was counting shekels in his den. And we were just like jamming. <laughs> like, Loki, we, we're a family that does love a bit of Joseph. You do. I'm actually not that major of a Joseph fan, to be honest. Can't oh, be it. Nan, know, I'm living at my nan's. We're we're recording this yeah. at my nan's, and she loves Joseph. She does. Anyway, sorry. anyway, back to Britney back Spears to and that story. I loved Toxic so much um, as a song, and I just thought it was the best thing. And then because of that, like I just told everyone that she was my favourite pop star in the world. But I was really obsessed, and I think this is actually as well because I need to say this as well. I started my first um, day at a drama school was actually where I ended up doing my full-time training. I went to Italia Conti when I was four years old. I started at their Saturday school. My mum took me. And, like, Toxic by Britney Spears was, like, the biggest craze. Like, at the time, it was the big new song. And I was taken to my acting lesson and my singing lesson I went to as well. And then they took me to what was called musical production. Um, Any Conti associates out there went to that? Musical production. And I just loved the older girls. I thought they were so cool. And, like, it was at the time, like, you would have, like, your midriff out. Like, that was the style. It was. I'm telling you. Was because this was me. The, like, low-waisted, yes. flared jazz pants. Yeah, that was and it. And it was, like, those shiny lycra yeah. tops. And it would be and they with were the like, midriff they out. they were blue for Italia Conti because that was, like, the colour of Conti at the time. And we, we actually had um, blue jazz shoes as well. Slay. I had like little small little dashies. Slay. I know it's so cute. You, um, did you not have the big block ones? No, I didn't. They were like the like trotter ones, yeah. as our contemporary teacher <laughs> Lisa used to say. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> she used she to hate them. Yeah, she used to I hate them. But they that. were like this like blue <laughs> colour, like, like Conti kid blue. <laughs> I know. Anyway, I was taken to musical production, and I think we actually did a dance to it, and I was obsessed with. Like, the fact that all the older girls had their belly buttons pierced. Anyway, I went to school the next day, and I would, like, be dying to have my belly button pierced. Sadly, I actually never went through with it. I did. You did, I know. I, I've just never gone... I mean, I think now, I just don't think it would suit me. I mean, maybe one day. Yeah. But I it's don't know. It's, I love I it. don't know. It's not really for me now, but back in the day, I was you like... You don't have any piercings. I, no, I don't. I think I like that clean-cut vibe. You are very clean-cut. I'm cut. very clean-cut. But 
I just really wanted my belly button pierced. And one day, well, basically, I was stealing drawing pins from my classroom <laughs> in year two this was I think so I think this is a bit further on than when I was four but I was stealing them and I was like doing anything in my power to try and like stick them into my belly that button actually why I know I wasn't like actually piercing, piercing myself because I was a bit too scared to hurt myself but I was like stealing prit sticks from the classroom as well and like shoving glue up into oh my, my belly God. button and I was like stealing my mum's earrings from her yeah. from her jewelry um, and just like trying Hooking to do anything in. <laughs> in my power to like have them in my belly button because I was like I just want to be like Britney <laughs> <laughs> that is literally that is probably the gayest thing about I you. know and then as well then like my mum discovered this because she was like finding like missing what earrings is? like all around the house and then she would see them and she'd be like what are you doing and, and I would be like nothing like don't look at me um, and yeah she went into my school teacher at school and was like I just wanted to let you know, I'm just a bit concerned about James. I don't think she was concerned because I wanted my belly button pierced. I think it was more the fact that you were, like, I was going to, like, maybe stab myself yeah. in the stomach. Um, health and safety. Yeah, like, health and safety. And sh I remember her walking in and saying, like, in front of the classroom, like, all the other... Like, I went to an all-boys school, actually, at the time. <laughs> Terrible for me. <laughs> I, like, hated like, it. Hell. Honestly, when I left that school and I went to, like... Um, a school which, which was mixed, it was the best day of my life. I wanted to go to school every day because I loved the girls. Girly pops. I love those girls, you know. <laughs> I mean, not actually. <laughs> but, um, we hate them. It's the girls way, have but, PBs. Yeah, but I went to an all boys school at the time. I so. went to an all girls school. Oh, there you go. Uh -huh. But um, yeah, and um, I remember her coming in and being like concerned, and I remember her telling the teacher, and I was just like shouting across the classroom. I was like, I don't do that. I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I was so embarrassed. And I actually, I think at the time as well, had I went with one in my belly button oh. to school as well. And like they made me walk into the cupboard in the classroom and take it out. Oh. It was really embarrassing. Um, and also, I was just so stressed as well because I'm such goody two shoes. Like that, yeah, I've been stealing like the school equipment. And like, I hated that. Anyway, that was going off on the tangent about Britney. No, but I really love that story, I and know, I know the fans I know. are gonna love it. Well, I don't too. even know where I was, but anyway, so I went to Italy Conti um, from when I was about four years old, and I did the Saturday school there, and I did singing, then acting, and then I did musical production, and. I was actually a very shy what child. What is musical production? It's basically jazz. Uh. But it was more like sort of commercial jazz. And it, I was young as well. So yeah. it was more like step claps. Street jazz. Yeah. And and also it was, well, it was like sometimes to musical theatre songs. Like distinctly remember doing a, a number to Annie. Okay. Like It's a Hard Knock Life. It's the classic theatre school. Yeah, it really is. Isn't it? Like <laughs> for kids. Anyway, um, I did that. And... They basically wanted me to go on to the professional course, which was the more like full-time Tuesday evening, Thursday evening, Friday evening, and I think Saturday as well. But I was so nervous and I didn't know anyone. I was so, like, I was just a really nervous child. Yeah, and I, I think I knew that I loved performing <laughs> and I knew that I was good at it. Uh, not to toot my own horn, but I think <laughs> like I you I was had good. yeah glitter in your vest. Yeah, because like people would always t like tell me that I could sing and that I was, I had like stage presence and stuff. So I knew I was good, but I think, oh, it's storage is full, but never mind. Um, oh, um, we will rectify that. We're still Quick, recording on here. Yeah, there we go. On um, Riverside. 
sorry about those technical difficulties we just experienced. But um, yeah, I think people would always know that I had like, I was a singer and everything, but I just didn't have that confidence in myself. And I think it's something to do with like, the fact I was a boy as well. So it was a bit more out there for mm. boys to get into theatre and stuff. Um, but we can discuss that in like another episode, I think. Like, yeah. Um, what it's like the differences between yeah, definitely. male identifying and female identifying performers in and the industry. just like gender roles in the industry yeah like, that is a very big topic and like, yeah from it's growing up pretty and topical right now isn't it it is it of, is yeah i don't know there's yeah. a lot to get into but i think it was to do with being a boy i was just a bit more shy and a bit more conscious of the fact that um stereotypically performing was more of a girly thing to get into and not like a a boy thing mm. so I think I just was really nervous about that all the time also I'm quite a nervous oh, no. person that I never want to get it wrong um, I just fudged up the audio I can't hear oh, it dear. anymore we're just having technical difficulties because we're not good with technology no this is our first podcast so please do bear with us if we're we just, like, cut out we're just what do you call it ironing out the kinks yeah oh kinky <laughs> Kinky boots. <laughs> Always Staging. find a way yeah, to there you go. full circle it back to theatre. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. But yeah, so I think I was very shy and I just was nervous to get into things like that. So I didn't really do much dance. I sort of more focused on acting and singing when I was growing up. Um, and then I actually left Italia Conti when I was about 10 and I went to a different theatre school. I went to one called The Big Act. Oh. Um, and I went there for a couple of years. I no, it's actually in Epsom. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually, no, it started in St. Teresa's, your school. I know, <gasps> and then it moved to Epsom. I know. That is my non-stagey... Your, yeah, that was your secondary school. Yeah, secondary school. Anyway, though, um, so, yeah, I, I went there for a few years, and then I actually had a, uh, a brief, like, time away from actually doing any theatre training, because I did this thing called Leatherhead Operatic Society, which is, like, an amateur dramatic society near where I live, um, and I did some really wonderful shows with them, actually. Um, and, the, like, the sets they did were really good. Like, it was definitely better than your average amateur dram. Yeah, I'm dram. So um, I had some really good experiences, like, performing with them. And then I realised that I wanted to get back into more, like, training things again. So when I was 14, I went to um, the Guildford School of Acting. I went there for two years whilst I was doing my, like... GCSE type years, like 14 to 16. Um, and that's where I sort of got more back into dance again. But I'm, sadly, I went through puberty before that. Sadly, so. I went through puberty. Yeah, but it's it was really annoying because, because, like, I didn't really stretch and, like, so I feel like I could have been a, such a better dancer if I had, like, like done all that Flexi training as a child. Way. Like, I would have stretched. But I went through puberty in that little gap where I was not really doing any dance at all. I was just more of a strong mover. So I would definitely class myself as more of a singer mover because of that. But I can dance pretty well. Anyway, anyway. You're not a ballet boy. I'm not a ballet boy. I'm not a technique queen. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a strong mover. Anyway. Um, and did I, that sound really shady? No. I literally was just like, no. you are not a ballet no. boy. <laughs> anyway, I anyway. I feel like you would say that. Yeah, so yeah. I did lots of training at Guildford School of Acting. And then when I left school at 16, I didn't do my A-levels. I went straight to Italia Conti. Conti um, 
and went and did my full-time so three-year training. difference. Yes. We're, we're in the same year because yes. I did my academic studies. Yes, currently I'm 23 and I'm 24. Um, Soon. Next month, actually, yes. He's a Gemini queen. I'm a Gemini. And then nearly would you Gemini like to season. admit your age? Or yeah, you're a bit I don't embarrassed, care. I don't know. I'm 26. And I'm 27 this year, and I'm my birthday's in September, mm. and I'm a Virgo. Yeah, there you go. I have it on my um, So, oh, that's beautiful. Um, <laughs> it's a lovely <laughs> necklace. If you can't see us right now. Um, anyway, though, so yeah, I had great training, and I've just always really loved theatre, I've always just been really obsessed with it and have always known, I think, that I've wanted to perform. I did all the school musicals at school and I became a bit famous, actually, when I was at <laughs> secondary viral. school. Oh, well, no, this is before oh. I went viral. This was, um, yeah, I, I basically, when I was at school, the secondary school I attended, I was, like, in the newspapers and ours, I was, firstly, like... Wait, our, our secondary schools were so close to each other. They were. They were really close. Right they were really close. But, yeah, I, um, I got to be in the newspapers and stuff. I was, like, kind of known. We did, in my year 11 school production, I was Jesus in Jesus Christ Superstar and, like, everyone in, like, Bookham, where I live, I'm just exposing where I live, um, but they would, like, see me in the street or see my mum and they would be like, oh my God, that's Jesus. And they'd be like, oh my God, that's Jesus' mum. Jesus is risen. Yeah, and then my mum kind of became known as, like, James Kemp's mum and I was kind of like a mini celebrity just within my, yeah, within my little village town. So, yeah, I kind of just have always performed. I feel like we're quite similar then in Mm. that sense. Like, we started, like, we both got exposed to the industry like mm. super early on and we live in like similar we, we're area like, too. we are moving in the same circles mm. for sure and we just like i don't know i feel like we're quite lucky because we just knew from mm. the from the jump like mm. this was our calling we always wanted to do this <clears> like i don't know it's not like that for everyone like people figure it out along the yeah. way but like we're kind of lucky because we just knew from right from the start like i'm gonna make yeah. this work we're gonna you know. Yeah, there was like no other option. There was for me. no. It was always gonna end this way. It was, it was always gonna end this way. <laughs> um, we had no other option. No, we didn't. So, why don't we talk about some of the first musicals and roles and the shows that we've done and, and the roles we played? Because hmm. you mentioned Annie. I did. I believe Annie was the first musical I did at school mm. so I did Annie when I was at um, Freeman School mm-hmm. in Ashton and how old was I there I w- was year I believe I was year three right year, either year three or year four and I did Annie didn't I wasn't a named role I don't think no. I was just just an ensemble just child. a regular orphan <laughs> <laughs> I just you know started just from a the regular bottom. orphan <laughs> that's <was> terrible <laughs> get yourself into it yeah I know <laughs> I am an actor I promise um <laughs> so I did Annie and then I don't know, I was like, I was doing a lot at school, I was like really one of these like overachievers, like I did every single sport, like I was playing netball for the year above, I was doing hockey, Mm. I was doing football, I love to tell this story because this is so, this is so like out of left field for me Mm. as the stages person in the world, I auditioned 
for Chelsea Football Girls Team. Wow. <laughs> I got selected. And because when I was in year six, we were actually the, um, the like, what you, I don't even know the terminology anymore. The like winning girls team in football in Surrey. Mm. And I was like the star striker in football. <laughs> and it's like, it's like basically for those of you who don't know, it's like the lead role in football. Right, okay. <laughs> I was the striker. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like okay, undefeated, okay. under 12 best team in Surrey and I was selected to go and audition try out for Chelsea Football Club girls team and I went to Chelsea Football Club grounds literally where the Chelsea boys train mm-hmm. and I did my little audition well t- <laughs> got cut Aww. but I did it it's and preparing I, you for the industry later in life. I know. I was exposed <laughs> to rejection very early on. Actually, that's a whole other story because I was I was doing auditions and stuff. Oh, really? From like the age of twelve, so I was just. Oh, very yeah, used I to didn't it. even mention my stuff about that. Like I, when I was at Italia Conti, I used to go to like lots of auditions. Because did Conti have an agency? They, they did, and I was part of the Italia Conti agency. Um, right from when I was about four or five, and I had my headshots done, um, and I got to do a couple of cool things. I actually, here we go, I'm gonna drop a little thing in there. With the Italian Conti agency, I got to be um, one of the children's singers in Mamma Mia the movie. Oh, that's such a slay. Yeah, so that if you ever slay. watch that's Mamma Mia the movie, slay. you will be able to hear my voice as one of the children in the choir going, I have a dream. Big sleigh. Yeah, and I was also in it going, take a chance, take a chance, take a, take a chance, chance, and um, take so a chance on me. I have a choir story too. <laughs> oh, really? So, um, I, me and my brother, and then my little sister later, mm. signed with an agency called Abacus Agency, which mm. was a kid's agency in Dorking, based in Dorking. Oh, wow. So again, like, similarly, I had my headshots yeah. done, and we were auditioning. But I was a teenager at this point, so... Um, it was a bit of a like catch twenty two because my age that I was was like no one is hiring like fourteen year olds because no. they're gonna hire adults that look fourteen because they're not gonna pay for like kids to be licensed and stuff. No, like that. exactly. So like I didn't really have much luck. I did go to a few auditions, mm. but like like advert stuff and things like that. But I didn't really get any. My little brother did quite a few. Mm. Um, but with song time. The um, theatre theater group that we were with, they did get us to do, like, quite a few that really cool good. things. So, this is, like, another little, like, fun claim to fame <laughs> that I love saying this. We're, we're going back to Joseph. Okay. okay. So, we love Joseph in my house. And me and my brother were part of the Songtime Choir, mm. Kids Choir. And we went through zillions of auditions for Joseph oh, to really? be in the choir. Um, you know, the... Um, ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, all, all of those. I can't even think of how the song is no. going. Um, how does that get I don't know. Going? You're staring at me and I'm like, I actually am not even sure. How does that song go? Um, I can only think of Mamma Mia right yeah, now. Yeah, we'll find it another time. <laughs> <laughs> My Joseph fans. Anyway, like, we were doing um, all the little, like, background vocals for the choir in... 
Joseph, and we got through like a bunch of rounds, I believe. Mm. And then I remember one day they lugged us. We did oh my god, hours and hours and hours mm. and hours of harmony rehearsals mm. for these for this choir thing. And then we went to London to do an audition in front of Mr. Weber himself, wow. and we met him. That is so cool. Ayo, <laughs> met Mr. Weber. Like I didn't really know what was going on. It was no. like pff, eleven or something, but. It was super fun. We didn't that get is so it. Good. We didn't book it, but like, it's an experience to it's tell. An it's an a story to tell to our listeners. It is, and like, it's a little claim to fame for the stagey peeps out yeah. there. Um, but all of that to say, like, I feel like both of us, like, we were lucky in the sense mm. that we started getting exposed to how the industry works from a young age. Yeah, and, like, I think we're very privileged in that sense. Like, and understanding like how it works, like. We went and we got headshots done when we were little. Mm. We had an agent. We got put up for random auditions. We yeah. went and we did a whole bunch of different things. We got used to just like um, being told no. Mm. And I think that's like probably really helped us because, yeah. you know, we're, we're like two two people that are like really still like giving a lot of yeah. gusto like in the industry. Well, I would say as well, like quite a lot of people when they leave um, drama schools or like the friends that we know or friends that we've worked with um, we'll all know people that have thought actually this isn't for me it's too it's, difficult it's of an so, industry it's just tough and I think like obviously like we struggle with it and mm. like it's it's you very have to damaging really want to you to it. like like you have to really want to keep going and really you want. have to have that like and and I, and I just think we do probably have a bit more of a tougher skin when it comes to that because like i was understanding at age 11 that like i was going up to london for all these random mm. auditions and i just already knew when i was going i was like it's probably going to be a no. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not putting my heart on the line for this because I know that it's just going to be a no. Mm. And and I was okay with that. And I think like like going through that experience when I was younger. I remember my granddad once said that to me. He was like, "You've just got such a thick skin with that because you're so used to it mm. from when you were little." And like even with the like drama groups that we were with, and yeah. we were doing lots of musicals, and like they were tough. I don't know about yours, but mm. like you know, our, our the 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 person running our like mm. theater school was like pretty pretty disciplined yeah, they, and pretty strict and it was it you. you know back in the day and you just get used to like you know being yelled at mm-hmm. being told this isn't good enough you need to be more on your yeah. on your lines you need to like put more work mm. into the dance you're coming in you're sloppy you're looking like this mm. and then, and it's like i think that that just it does made yeah, us like it shapes so you to be the performers you are yeah, it like, don't, we, we're not so phased by it. Whereas no, it, I know, helps, like, it helped us to become resilient, probably. Definitely, because I think, like, that is such a key thing to have in the industry. And, like, it, people are very harsh. And I don't think, like, that is an excuse for, like, people to No, it's not an excuse for people to be way. mean. I do think there's, a, like, a lot of problematic, like, culture within the, within mm. the performing arts industry. And, like, the but way the that people time, speak to... To, it's a balance because like you do need to have that you do need to have that thick skin and that resilience and mm. like it's true a lot of what this like mm. you do need to go and like learn early on that yeah. you have to go away and do the work and be on your stuff and like be focused and and mm. hard working i think, that, I think like, as well our, our industry is um i mean no one wants to be judgmental but as 
a performer, people are coming to watch you to judge yeah. your performance. That you everyone judges constantly. So especially when auditioning, like yeah, because I mean it's the same in any normal job. Um, like you're being judged on your skills and your personality and your your everything yeah Literally it's terrible everything. to say but your look your and everything your voice your yeah. mannerisms your energy so, so it is important to have that discipline and, and, and i really drive. do think like that like gro- growing up in the industry to that extent and just like being used to just being in rehearsals for hours and hours mm-hmm. and hours and just doing and and the sacrifice of like i missed out on so much especially mm-hmm. as a teenager i feel like i missed out on so many so- yeah. social things like um i had a group of friends um outside of school and outside of drama that were like neighbors and like mm-hmm. friends from my local area and i missed out on so much because i every saturday it was like oh we're going to the park or we're going to the shops or we're going to go meet yeah. these people and we're going to this party or we're going to this and like i never ever went because no. all the time it was like no i'm i'm at lane all day yeah. i'm at lane all day on a saturday mm. then i'm at lane all day on a sunday rehearsing for the show mm. and then weeknights i didn't finish school till quite late i was at like school that didn't Mm. finish till like gone four it wasn't like you know i knew a lot of friends that were finishing super early at like three three. we didn't finish till gone four and Mm. then certain nights i'd be doing choir after that and then going to ballet and it was like you had a lot on just had to like dedicate yourself to Mm. that industry and like it was just i i mean i loved it yeah that's why that's why yeah and your parents were supportive of like helping you to go to those things and like my brother was in the industry as well he went to Sylvia Young Theatre School. He'll mm-hmm. hate me for saying this because I mean he's not going to listen to this podcast because he really <laughs> hates anything stagey and he hates me <laughs> he's so when I'm opposite being theatrical. It's like my brother too. But he was a theatre kid. He went to Sylvia Young's. He did all those shows with me at Songtime. Mm-hmm. He was um, in Sound of Music as a kid. He was in Oliver. Yeah. He was just that lucky little boy that just got cast. In I know you kind of wish you were him. Loki, but <laughs> here's the thing: we both got offered a place. We went to a like an open day workshop thing, mm. I think, at Sylvia's, and we both got offered a place. They offered me a place on the spot. It wasn't even on on a, an audition. It really? was just like a fun little workshop. Wow. And like I remember like, being such a show off, and I was like, we were singing um. How high does the sycamore grow? Oh, Pocahontas. Yeah, Pocahontas. Yeah. And I was just really <laughs> And I was like, if you never live, then you'll never know. <laughs> and like belting. And I was like 12 or something. And like everyone was like, oh my God. <laughs> and they gave me this solo and I just like straight up performed it like full out. And they were like, oh yeah, j- does she want to come to this school? My parents were like, no, she's too academic. Like she's oh going to academic school. But like they let my brother go. So he got to go to Sylvia Young's, be with the Sylvia agency and then got in Oliver and like oh. did all these like musicals when he was younger. That was and so cool. meanwhile, I was like at academic school. I mean, it's fine. I'm not bitter about it. You know, I still went to Conti and I yeah, still like, did the industry, but- um, Well, anyway. you're you're the one in the industry now. <laughs> I yeah, but I, I do think like, if he yeah. actually tried, like if he wanted to- He, he could have done really well. Anyway. Anyway, where were we though? What, why did <laughs> no we go on that tangent? We're really sorry. We just go off on a tangent the whole time. We were just, I think we were just talking about growing up in the industry and like it's, yeah. it's definitely like shaped us and like given definitely. us a lot of grit and a lot of perseverance. I oh, well, I forgot to say us. as well, I did lots of pantomimes as well, actually going I, like, well, as a dancer. You did that one. The dorking one where I slated Emma at the first thing in the podcast being like, you dropped out because you couldn't hack it. 
No, joking. No, you're too good. <laughs> you're t- okay, maybe. I was going through that era of being too good. Too to... cool for school. I would no. It wasn't that. It wasn't. I wasn't too cool. I knew by that point I was very much not mm. cool. But it was more like, I know my worth as a performer. Yeah. I'm a leading lady. And if you're going to disrespect me <laughs> and put me in the ensemble in the back when I have all these talents to share with the world, I am not going to stand for it. I'm not... Because I knew how much time and energy <laughs> I had to devote to be in these shows. Mm. And I am not wasting my time. So, <laughs> off this, like, this is the story I was kind of speaking about earlier. So this was during mm. A-levels mm. when I auditioned for this Dorking Panto, mm-hmm. got it in the ensemble, and then I was just like, a oh, CBA to do this. I've done this too many times. Mm. I'm over it. And the same time, so we did at school... And, and it was super fun because all my school friends are actually very stagey as well. They are, They're actually. They're not, like, in the industry now, but, like, mm. we did all the shows together. We were in choir. We did Lambda exams. Yeah. We did, like, um, music. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're all... They're all very theatrical, which is obviously why we became friends because yeah. we're all just the same. Um, so we did all the musicals at school. I mean... It's funny to me that at, like, a girls' school, Mm -hmm. a private girls' secondary school, you're going to choose to do Sweet Charity (laughs) in when we're, like, in year nine. That is so weird. Um, And we're literally... I remember we had, like, a ballet bar, and we've got, like, a leg up on the bar, (laughs) being like, the miniature act in the joint. (laughs) And we were talking about this the other day. We were like, why the heck were we doing that? Why was I doing that to my great nan? In when I was 13 years old, like, you it see, was this wild. is like me, I invited, when we were at Italia Conti, our third year musical, um, we actually did Rent. Um, we have... No, because I'm gonna one-up you on this. Okay, well, with Rent. so, basically, Amelia here was Maureen, I played Angel, Angel Dumont, Dumont Chouinard. Chouinard. Yeah, I had the shoes, the Christmas... To the Christmas, stage! Yeah, I had the Father Christmas outfit, the works. But um, I invited my grandpa, um, bless him, it was his funeral last week, morbid, but um, (laughs) but he came to watch me and I was just like, what have I invited him to? I think I did it as well, I invited him to Le Cage Fall that I did with the Amdram Society I was with, like literally, I was like 14, like rubbing my legs like up and down with like, literally like a thong on. No, because I I can one up you with rent because... For those of you who don't know, Maureen doesn't come in until Over the Moon, which is towards the end of Act One. Over the Moon! So before I made my debut as Maureen, I was in the Maureen. ensemble. Um, so I was just dancing in all mm. the like numbers at the beginning. So I was, I was just a, a little stripper gal in Out Tonight. And Grandad, of course, Grandad never misses a show. No, of course And of not. course he's not going to sit at the back. No. He's going to come in the front row, baby. So he comes, sits in the front row. My grandparents in the front row for out tonight. And we came from the back of the mm. house. When I say I was in fishnets and a thong <laughs> and like black knee-high boots or something ridiculous and a little bra, a little yeah. black bra. Like we were nude. Like nice. it was sexy. And... It's out tonight. Yeah. Like, we're playing well, strippers. Like, it was a bit fancy. It So, um, <laughs> and then there was, like, a, a bit where we were doing, um, it's, like, a freestyle yeah. bit. And I literally did, like, a 
drop. And like all these like, drop. All these, like This is such a Surrey thing. Sorry, we're both from Surrey, um, the county in England. And um it's known for being a bit like bit posh. Yeah. Bit you know. Yeah, <laughs> so we every time like we <laughs> we're a bit posh. We're a bit like <laughs> You know, we're, what's the word? We're not going to talk about... About... It's like, it's a bit awkward, but at the same time, like... <laughs> we make it so much worse. Yeah, we make but it But anyway, I was, I was really, basically, long story short, sorry, Grandad. I was giving Grandad mm. a lap dance in, in out nice. tonight. Nice. I know he's going to listen to this podcast. Yeah, he will. He'll love it. He didn't mind. It was just, like, bad timing. And it was, like, <laughs> out of everywhere, my spot for that the eight counts of yeah. freestyle was literally like on my granddad's feet and I was like <laughs> but anyway I was gonna say so um at school we did all these musicals so we did Sweet mm. Charity yeah, yeah. which was just like why are we doing that uh, yeah. like we literally it was like a catholic girls school we, we literally had nuns on the premises and, <laughs> and then we're gonna be doing Big Spender <laughs> it was oh it was whack it's like sister act literally though <laughs> well, and then um, and then we did um what else did we do? Oh, we did Hairspray, mm-hmm. which is like, I have my thoughts yeah. on a primarily Caucasian Catholic girls' <laughs> school deciding to put on a production of Hairspray. It's um, not the one. There was, it was, I don't, I'm not even going to get into it. No. I mean, loved it at the time because Hairspray is just absolute bangers, but like, that was not the one no, to be doing at wrong. school Sweet Charity probably shouldn't have done that but again I but loved I it didn't, I was the understudy yeah. for charity and it was super duper fun mm. and then and then we did We Are Rock You mm-hmm. here we go played my dream role of meat in We Are yeah. Rock You and that is still one of my dream roles in the mm-hmm. whole wide world because I one am, day never say never I'm a big rock singer you know that's why I loved Rent yeah, you loved it. I loved Rent. I go nuts. Those of you who know me on tour, we did, we finished with um, <laughs> uh, We Are The Champions. Yeah. And we used to have the exorcism of Amelia Louise because we did freestyle hey. and I used <laughs> to actually go completely mm. insane. I was like running around. I was like, yeah! Like this, like full on, like just crazy mm. rocker. And like, I, I just love doing Well, sorry, stuff. this is actually a perfect opportunity to say as well that tonight we are actually <gasps> attending the Rocky Horror Show in London. Yeah! <laughs> and neither of us have seen it in theatres before. No, we've only seen I've the, seen the, the film. I've seen the movie and we both performed, I believe we both performed Rocky Horror Yeah, like bits of, uh, no, you actually did, I didn't. I did um, We Will Rock You. On oh, tour. so did I, but I thought you had... No. Oh, you didn't have time warp? No, I didn't. I actually did that in a show I did at um, Chessington Worlds of Adventures Resort. Oh, big up. Yeah. Um, well, we did time warp on mm, tour, and mm. we loved it. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with the Rocky Horror Glee show. Yes. I, that was like my favourite yes. episode of Glee. Yes, yes. I was, I, like that got me hooked. That was my first exposure to Rocky Horror, I think. Really? And I got hooked on the music from that Rocky I Horror. I think I loved And like, I the still listen Halloween. to the Rocky Horror Glee versions mm-hmm. all the time. Like I, give me Finn Hudson and, and Rachel <laughs> Berry doing Brad and Janet. Like it's so, <laughs> it's such iconic casting. Like I love it. Like, okay. Anyway, I, yeah. I just love it. So, um, we're going to see it tonight and we're dressing we up. We are. We've got the outfits. You're going 
in the maid outfit. Magenta. The, magenta. And I'm going as, oh my God, I've forgotten his name. What's his name? Frankenfurter. Yeah. Frankenfurt? Yeah. Frankenfurter. Frankenfurter. Yeah, I'm going as him. I've got the full-on suspenders. I've got, actually, speaking of when we were talking about rents, I'm wearing His the angel. literal angel heels that I bought for when we did that musical. I'm wearing them tonight. They're actually quite iconic. They're like full-on drag yeah, shoes. Really um, I'm not actually a drag queen myself, but I just have them. funnest night ever. So we will update yeah. you next week. Um have how much fun we had at Rocky Horror. I know. And like, oh, look on our sorry. socials because we're going to do a whole photo shoot. Yeah, we will. We're going to go so extra with this. <laughs> anyway, all of this to say, um, we keep talking about musicals because we I was do. talking about We Are Rock You at school mm-hmm. and that was like me doing We Are Rock You. Um, uh, can I just tell this anecdote as Okay, well? go on then. Why not? Because it's to do with We Are Rock Put You. Put it in there. Um, so I said we. I did Panto at... Um, Richmond one year. You did. Which we went to watch one year as oh, well. We, did, we went yeah. to watch it together. That was fun. Mm. And um, Brian May, the guitarist from Queen, mm. his wife was, what's she called? Maleficent, whatever. Mm. E- it was Sleeping Beauty, the evil, oh, yeah. the evil queen in, in Sleeping Beauty. Oh, um, she's called Carabos in the ballet. Uh, yes, uh, and she's called mm. that. she was called no, that yeah. in Panto. But she, so she was in it. So we used to have Brian May would come and watch this Panto regularly. Mm. Okay. And um, you could always spot him in the audience because oh, wow. he has. You've got your Brian May wig. I know. Well, work. yeah, the Rocky Horror outfit I have, like the Frankenfurter wig, it's calm. But I put it on and I was like, oh my god, I literally it's look full like on Brian, Brian May. May. But black, but like it's black. We could hair, but... spot him in a heartbeat. We were like, yeah. oh my god, Brian May's in the audience. And then one time we were having dinner in a restaurant right next to the theatre mm. in between shows. It was like a two-show day, and. Um, yeah, my dad was like, oh my God, that's Brian May at the next table. Oh my God, wow. And um, we were like, oh my God. And then my dad just like has no shame. So he was like, oh, hi, Brian. Mm. Like, we we love Queen. Nice like, we're you. really obsessed. Like, can we take a picture? Yeah. And he invited us to, f- to eat our meals with him. Did he? So oh my we, God, I didn't even know I this story sat, about you. We sat with him and ate the rest of our meals. And wow. I feel like I had fish fingers and chips and then pancakes. I've, so I like actually can remember had this. I, we sat May. there chatting like I don't think I was saying much me and my brother no we were, we were little young. yeah I was I get I keep saying I was like 11 or 12 for like everything but I think I was like something really? like that 11 12 13 era mm. and my brother was even younger so we didn't say much it was no. like I, I believe it was mainly my dad talking mm. to Brian May but we did get wow. a picture. Uh, so I've, I've got a picture with Brian May, wow. um, which is just the most iconic that thing is, of my life. No, that like, is that actually is, iconic. And like, I'm such a Queen fan. Like, yeah. we love Queen. So like, that was iconic. Anyway, so I did We Were Rocky. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to be it's in the show on one tour. day. And I know, don't so tell me about it. Okay. And, it's, and it's going to the Coliseum again. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it was just casting for Royal. I just, oh, I just really want to be in it. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> one day. And um, so... That was a dream show. We were rock you. We did great. This was in lower sixth, okay? And yeah, I, okay. I slayed. Mm. I, there was not a dry eye in the house when I sang No One But You. And I never stopped singing it since, as you know. James has heard me sing this song as a times. <laughs> she I'm sings obsessed. it all the time. I sing it all the time. Then the following year was my last year of school. Mm-hmm. I've been in all these productions. I've been really a dedicated theatre student yeah. for my entire career. What do they do in upper sixth? Grease the musical. My dream show. Obsessed with Grease was like, this is me. This is my moment. I went to the audition. 
dressed as Sandy. I had a little cardigan off my shoulders. Didn't have, like, you know, when you don't... You, your your 21st birthday party was Greece-themed. Well, it was 50s-themed. Oh, okay, well, I kind of just think of it as Greece. It was... Because fi- the a cake fi- was, like, Sandy I, and Danny. I love the 50s. And anyway, I went in, I sang Hopelessly Devoted, absolutely killed it. Like, it's... Again, yeah. the uh, that's another song I just don't stop singing ever. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with it. And, um... They had the audacity. <sighs> Bear in mind, yeah. I've worked my way up through this theatre yeah. department like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. I've been dedicated. I've done everything. I did drama. I did dance. I did lambda. I did every single show. I paid my dues in the ensemble. I learned all my understudy roles. Like, I was really devoted. Just, yeah. I was dance captain. I was choreographing for things. I was like everything. You were everything and more. I was everything and more. And then me, the oldest person in that school. My birthday's in September. Mm. I'm the oldest of the oldest. I am dedicated. I'm this is why I relate to Sharpay, I feel mm. like. The theatre department had the audacity <laughs> To go from me absolutely crushing my dream role <laughs> audition as Sandy in Greece, which I killed, by the way, and I'm perfect for that role. Look at me. I'm Sandra D. <laughs> <laughs> Look at they, me. Do you know who they cast me as? Have I told you this? No, you haven't. What's, oh. his, what's his name? Is it Boy? You were cast as a boy. I was. Oh, because it's an all-girls school. school. I oh, was not cast like Roger or something. No, worse than that. Oh god. I was cast as. I thought you were gonna say Patty Sincox. No, but because not even I've that. I've been considered for that role before, and oh, yes. well, like since really being a pro- professional, and I can <laughs> see myself. Um, being that role, I'm just gonna Google what this person was okay. called because I always Google forget. It. Google away. I actually did Greece and in school as well in year ten, and I was the teen angel. I think that's when I started to like realise that I was actually quite good because that's when people started to accolade me. Not to toot my keep own talking. trumpet again. Oh, don't you worry, I will keep talking. But yeah, Greece was wonderful. I actually really loved that. That was another thing I was in the newspaper for. Teen angels, Greece. But then, actually, I performed it in an audition at Atelier Conti once, and Andrew, our wonderful person, he um, made me throw the Teen Angel song, Beauty School Dropout, in the bin and said it wouldn't um, actually do very well for me because of my age. So he threw it in the bin, but then on my way out, I was like, actually, do you mind if I just have that back? Because it was like five pounds. Okay. Anyway, what was the name? So, bear in mind here, mm. this is me auditioning for my dream role yeah. of Sandra D. yeah. They, the, the cast list comes out. Right. Okay. I was certain at this point. I right. was like, it's in the bag. Yeah. It's in the bag for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Who else is it going to be, mm. realistically? Mm. I look at this cast list. I've never felt more betrayed in my entire life. Okay. I look down the list. Sandy's at the top. Who's got Sandy? A random year nine. A year what? nine. Yes, she had a lovely voice. <laughs> But she was a year nine. Where am I? Can't see my name on the list. Maybe they've forgotten about me. What's oh going God. on? I'm right at the bottom of the list. I'm Johnny Casino from Johnny Casino and the Gamblers. The band, the lead singer of the band that plays at the high school prom. 
my starring song was Hand Jive. That, and that was it. I have no words because that is like a. Do you know even... how much of a slap in the face? I think that I like have trauma from slap. that cast announcement because <laughs> I was like, am I not even good enough to play Sandy Little in Rizzo. Greece at my school <laughs> musical? And all my friends, by the way, everyone else in my year, all my friends who were like, like also theatre kids. Yeah all got like named roles like one of my best friends she's an actor now yeah. she went to um east 15 oh yeah oh we went to her we went to that party once. oh we did we went to yes that, we did we we stole the show yeah, it was like did. a karaoke bar and yes we yes really just like we were just the best took over the mic <laughs> and we were singing like whitney houston and we were like taking options up and we were just yeah. one-upping each other each yeah, time and, then, we were. And, and they hadn't let us on the mic all night they kept like every time we queued up a song these randos just they were just like shove in front and we'd be like <sighs> and they would cancel our song yeah and then eventually we finally got to do um Whitney Houston and then they realised that we were and actually and they were great. like then they were coming up to us in the streets we were on a bar crawl yeah we were they were coming up to us being like this is in Brighton you guys are amazing like you guys are like incredible singers and we were like yeah we know like, we <laughs> were trying to sing all night <laughs> like why didn't you matter annoying people at karaoke that just like it's like literally just rep practice yeah. it's like uh, this is just me rehearsing Literally. anyway i just was fuming so all my friends like my so my friend jess had been cast mm. as danny zuko i believe and mm-hmm. like all my friends had lead roles i feel like maybe Gemma was rizzo you know yeah, yeah. and I, I think and i that was when i was like screw you guys i'm not doing this show i was like you are oh, really? honestly were not- you the literal beauty school dropout i was a beauty school dropout <laughs> I, I was like no screw you i am not rehearsing no. to be johnny casino how no. dare you and then i didn't even go and watch i didn't even watch all my friends in their show i went to a dress run because i was already at school at that time <laughs> and i was like it's not going to inconvenience me i don't have to You're like this is awful i was like i'm not supporting this theater department anymore because <laughs> you are like oh my god i just i'm never gonna live that down that no. infuriates me to this day so um well, that's my story with this Greece. has given so you the resilience one day i will be in greece and like so then my first job out of college mm-hmm was on tour yeah they didn't have grease in star nights before <laughs> our year Sorry. so then they put um am i boring you no i just like <laughs> literally let out a yawn that's so embarrassing um, like, mm. it was the first year to do grease mm. and i said to murray our director i was like can i do hopelessly devoted and yeah i was like actually yeah and then we put it in Aww. And I got and to, I got go. to be Sandy on my first job. That is so. a beautiful song, though. There's no the, the way I'm just obsessed with it. R.I.P. Olivia Newton-John. She was just like really. I know. Do you know? Actually, this is a weird story about Olivia Newton-John when she died. I um went to watch this thing in London with my boyfriend and a few friends that I worked with in Japan, um, and she died during an interval of this show that we went to watch, and. As the announcement came through that she died, they were playing Greece oh, in the foyer, the theatre foyer, and they didn't even. It wasn't even like put on because she had died, but like, it was just playing. And like someone had to go up to the bar and be like, "Um, do you just know that she's just died? Like maybe don't play this song." <laughs> so like the bartenders were like like frantically that trying to change it. it I would just be like just leave it fluke. on and everyone just like have a moment of silence but it was such a fluke like everyone looks at their phones and they're like oh my god 
she just died and we were like, oh, why are they playing Greece? Like, it was really weird, really like coincidental. My my last um, tangent about Greece mm. is Go relevant because we're in this house right now. Okay, cool. I first watched Greece, mm. the movie, in this very house, in my nan's house, mm. in, in that room across the hall. Mm-hmm. On a little, we had a little TV with a DVD player. No, yeah. no not a DVD player. Mm. It was a VCR. Mm. It was a video player. My nan has like five videos oh, of really? Greece, like multiple mm. different videos yeah. of Greece. It's the obviously it's the same version. Mm. We just have like a million copies yeah. of it because we love <laughs> Greece, I guess. Yeah. And I used to come to my nan's and just go and sit in that room over there on one of these like just regular mm. dining room chair. Mm. And just put it onto this TV, and I just used to watch it like a million times. And I used to rewind what? like manually on this VCR, like when you press the rewind, yeah, yeah, yeah. like me 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 me. And I just used to rewind, hopelessly devote to you, Aww. and just and just watch it a billion times. And I, that was like when I got obsessed with Greece, and I was like, I'm gonna be Sandy one day. And no then way. my school said, No, you're not. Well, you're gonna be Johnny Casino and the school. Gamblers. Screw that school. Um, can we actually say a brief intermission because I'm going to work Well, I think we should wrap it up, really, because I also need to pee, but it's also time we got ready for Rocky Horror. I know, it's we Rocky Horror to, time! We need to glamour. We do. We've chatted for a long time. We have. We have just discussed briefly our backgrounds um, in... Like our upbringings, I feel today, but yeah. we haven't really even referenced that much our professional careers but at all we yet. we will... We'll get into all of that. We will. In, in the future episodes. This was more just like our background, just how get we to know got you. into the industry yeah. and like, you know, get to know us, have yeah. a chit chat. Um, we've been chatting for a long time and we have got to get glammed up for the Rocky Horror Picture Show. So, thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. Oh my God. We never even explained never why even this explained is called Onto the Next. Yeah. It's called, it's because, it's, it's called... <laughs> reset back yeah. to one it's called on to the next because um after every audition we when we don't get the job no we either say to each other or yeah. say to our agents or our agents <laughs> will say to us oh well on, on to the to next, next. <laughs> and we just always say it to it's we become like it so it's funny. really a thing now yeah, yeah we honestly it kills us like every time we're rejected from anything we're just like Oh, never mind. Well, because on to the next. What else can you say? <laughs> yeah, like, I know. What are you meant to say? Like, and what is your agent meant to say? Like, yeah, like I did really well, but like I don't, I didn't get recalled. So oh, well, on to, on the, to next. the next. On to the next. So <laughs> thank you for listening. Thanks to on to for the listening, next. and we'll we hope see you have you a wonderful week. day. Yeah, we'll see you next week for episode number two. Three, two, one. On, on to, to the, the next. next. That was a mega slay. That was a mega slay. Ah, my airport. <laughs>